You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, uh, yeah. get it twisted. This rush is mine. Mother start up. What you heard is what you hearing. What you hearing? What you hearing? Listen. Welcome right. to the brand new format of all Mornings right. with Lone Star. All rap, all the time. Just we're, we're, joking. We're, Don't turn the dial. We're, we're trying to uh, get pumped. We are pumped. We it's Wednesday. Pump you up? It's Mornings with oh, Lone Star man. with Dick and Skippy. It's a Wednesday morning, and you know what, Dick? We are still sponsored. We by, are by Conroe Coffee. That, that's because we used a clean version of uh, that's bad right. songs. Speaking of clean, we got clean sweep office cleaning, so our airwaves are clean as well as our studio and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thanks to the big three man. C's there to for your sponsorship. Good morning, Dick. How Good the morning. Heck, how the heck are you? Doing well. I was really hoping for a brawl last night. <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, I'm actually going to spend the time watching the State of the Union. I was going to wait for, like, someone saying something really mean, and they start fist fighting. But there, the one thing I will say, and this is just me not knowing too much about how the whole ceremony goes for the State of the Union, there was a couple people asleep. You could tell, like, in the background. Mm. I'm just like, in my mind, I go, man, you're going to this really important, you know, it's probably one of the most important annual events that the country itself puts on, and you fall asleep. Like, either you just shouldn't go, or you just use the excuse to use the restroom if you're falling asleep, and it's not be on camera. Literally head down. <laughs> now, a lot of them were looking on their phones, too. Like, Sheila Jackson Lee was... I know, didn't even see her. I was very surprised. I was waiting. When, she didn't get an aisle seat this when time. When they were doing the WWE intro for the president, when mm-hmm. that, you know, he's like walking down the aisle and stuff like that, I was waiting for Sheila Jackson Lee to pop in and, uh, and either spit on him or... She didn't want to be in the same photograph with him. I don't think she got an aisle seat this year because she usually shows up like six hours early to camp out and get I'm an surprised she doesn't have someone else camp out six hours early. I don't think she can. Really? That's one of the... Well, this is the... This is the uh, um, you know, Secret Wait, Services. I learned a couple of things, and I got to ask you this question. Okay. Because I get what you're saying about the Secret Service. So, the first thing I noticed was he hands the the uh, majority guy, or what's it, Paul Ryan. Of, House Speaker. House Speaker, the, the ceremonial address. Mm-hmm. Why would they? Why would he need to give that to him? I think it's the actual written uh, speech, uh, right? That's the speech. I, I, no, I think it's actual. Remember, the president has to ask permission to address Congress, and that's what I was hoping that they would just say, "Nah." <laughs> and after the midterms, if if you know there's a Democratic majority, that would be funny for the next uh, State of the Union. If you know, because the president has to be outside, request entry. Uh, Sergeant at Arms, the guy, this yeah. guy with a pomp and circumstance on him, bangs the ladies. It needs to be more entertaining. Yeah, right. Should doing rap. Good DMX. It should, do it, it should just he opens it up, and says "suck it, Ryan," and that's what it says. <laughs> I mean, that go. would be great. People holding up the signs. And then like what, what really bothered me was the uh, the judges, the Supreme Court judges. Oh, they can't. Were just a stone. Well, if you know, so were the Joint Chiefs of Staff. They they can't. They can't get to their feet and clap. That that's uh, to me. That's. I mean, I get it because you probably want to seem fair. I'm guessing, but like just to literally sit there. Like a like a like basically the Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. statue. That's how they sat there. There's like, well, they, they like I said they had to because you know to see even the, know, the conservatives. How do you, how on do the you bench. look forward to that? Like I wouldn't want to do that. That's like a that's like an hour of just sitting there. It was eighty minutes. This was eighty minutes long. This this was the third longest State of the Union in history. 
How do you know that? Is that with something like I am a website chalk full, Yeah, I'm chock full of useless trivia. Okay. Put me on who wants to be a millionaire. I'll I'll take care of us in our old age. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. You wouldn't use any of the, uh, what was it, the lifelines? Uh, did did you see when it first came out the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? The guy, the first guy to win a million. Yeah, he called his dad and he said, "Oh, I don't even hey. know the answer. I'm just calling to let you know I just won hey, a million dad, bucks. Guess what? Yeah, that's going to give it to him. That was awesome. Yeah, and because I knew the answer to that one. It was uh, uh, which U.S. president appeared on Rowan and Martin's Laughing, and it was of course that. Is it because that's when the dinosaurs? That's were just right. Now watching TV. That's right. It was. I remember laughing. It was Goldie Hawn when she was like 18 years old. What's weird, it's Goldie Hawn in my life is was young, hippie Goldie Hawn, and then old, mm-hmm. not attractive uh, Well, it's, it's, it's the darn— There was uh, no middle, middle it's portion It's Botox, it. man. Every time they get the—so uh, many women of age opt to go for a facelift that— You know, I'm all for enhancements if that's what you want. I wear glasses because my eyes are bad, so I Did think you say foreign thing. enhancements? No, no, I said enhancements. Oh, I thought they said foreign enhancements. It's like that's a new way to <laughs> describe putting Botox in your lips. Well, technically, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a foreign body and it's an enhancement. But uh, I, I don't think Goldie Hawn ever needed to. Uh, that's what, your opinion, we, not her opinion. Uh, I mean, the right? biggest example would be Dolly Parton. Yeah, right. So, and you can actually show a slideshow of that transformation. Do you want to lose morph things? Like every year, this is. <laughs> Take a take a picture, take a selfie every day for 18 years. Uh, Have you seen those on yeah, YouTube where that. people do that, that with Dolly Parton? Yeah. But one thing I gotta I gotta know is, and this is one thing I, I'm surprised. It might be a campaign thing because I remember when Donald Trump was running for a campaign, he kept saying high energy. You know, you have low energy, and you could definitely say that about the Democrats during that deal. Like they, like I get why you protest it. Don't you don't show up? I get it. But like these people showed up and just look, they look tired. Like Bernie Sanders looked tired to me. I think, and I'll I'll take myself out of like the conservative side of it, just like an outside observer looking uh, very objectively. I believe their their goal was to look like the football players. United, we're all going to take a knee, and they ended up, in my humble opinion, looking like petulant teenagers who were told they couldn't borrow the car the whole time because they sat stony faced. The Black Caucus sat still for, you know, lowest African-American uh, unemployment well, rate in history. Yeah, but then again, I, like, this is the first time watching and observing everything. Do you have to stand? No, no, but here's the thing. Because I would get tired. I oh, would already, oh, already got tired after the first five minutes. Of the Republicans, they, they, were, they had springs in their seats. They were up and down so many times, and they were kind of overcompensating. They wanted to show, oh, okay, you guys aren't going to stand and clap. We're going to double. We're going to standing ovation, like, Every nose scratch. Man. So it was, it was, it was, why wasn't there a fight? <laughs> I really wanted, like, it was. Well, that- Pelosi did tell, uh, cause you know, Pelosi's the head of the Democratic Party and she told them, if you, if you're going to cause a stink, don't show up. Okay. So she had some. Rules. And at one point, actually, people, you know, some Democrats were booing something and you could see her turn around with her arm, like telling them to shut up. Uh, but think about the things that were said. That anyone would would clap for the, this hero, this this guy who I wouldn't clap for any of that. Probably my favorite moment was the Hallmark moment of the North Korean man right. holding up the crunch uh, crutches. He he walked through China with, and he's just sitting there. And I'm I was like, where's the inspirational music? Where I mean, that was that was way too on cue for me. Oh, but that's exact. It was designed to get people on their feet. And so you had war heroes. So was he an illegal immigrant? 
Nope. In, a, in, the, in the country? No. Nope. Why was he here? I don't he, I don't get it. He lives in Seoul. Yeah, so, okay, so I guess he's not. He's a Korean, he's South the Korean right citizen. Paper. They checked his papers where he came Yeah, out? you betcha. I can okay. guarantee that everybody on the Republican side was was legal. Hey, let's not, let's not put mud in our face. Or what's the, oh, never mind, I'm not going to try it. Put mud in their, what? Is I don't this know. a beer just, commercial? Just skip it over. Okay. Just skip it over. Moving on. But really, that was the best moment. If anyone needs to look up the highlights, that was a highlight for me. Because I didn't know where it was going. And then, like, the the story, Donald Trump can be a book reader and put on Audible books, please. Because the way he told the story about this guy eating dirt. You know, well, the family ate dirt, so he I was could. Sitting there, I was like, this is just too much, man. He's like, he's a very strong, strong man. That's probably why Joe Kennedy was drooling in the uh, Democratic response. He was thinking about never having to eat dirt and then he got hungry. Did you see that? Did yeah. you see his face? I think that was just a reflection. I bet that I bet he has some dry lips problems. He put Carmex and he put a little Could too much. Could easily be. I, I'm laughing only because I remember when Marco Rubio did the State of the Union and he had a dry mouth and he went for water and everyone was calling it Watergate the next day because he reached for a bottle of water. Yeah. Seriously? Well, I mean, people are going to say anything. Well, that, that's the whole thing. So I'm, I'm laughing at the whole uh, – my primary thing for laughing at Joe Kennedy was this – you know, he's representing the party of the downtrodden, and he, he literally epitomizes the 1%, white privilege and uh, the 1% in, in one fell swoop. Well, yeah, maybe if you'd like to see it that way, I guess. Well, they're, they're I, mean, I don't the know anything about. I had, no idea, I had no idea there were more Kennedys, but they just keep coming. They're everywhere. So I dated, I, I dated one. She was a short tail relative, like you know, eighteenth cousin, five times removed. But by golly, I dated a Kennedy. Who didn't she date? Huh? That's the real question. When you bring up Holly? your dating life, just say you didn't. Okay, thank you for saying I did, that. I did not date thank Holly. you. Thank but you. Although my second wife was named maybe Holly, I had to confirm that with her. Say, yeah. I had to confirm that with her. I'm not but. saying my second wife Holly is your current <laughs> fiance Holly. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. So overall, what did, what did you think overall? It was incredibly entertaining. It was what I thought it would be. I was hoping, I, I personally, I think that the Democrats have a little bit of vague on their face because they they stat, sat stoically for things that they really shouldn't have. Uh, you know. Yeah, but do people really take that to heart? Like, I remember when you sat down and didn't clap during this one portion of a speech that was given. No, but but it did not. It didn't help their case. You That's know, true. when when you say, hey. We have the lowest black uh, 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 unemployment rate in history, lowest unemployment in 45 years, uh, economy here and this and that, and then war heroes. Okay, so maybe you may not, you know, they're not going to stand for him saying, I got rid of the individual mandate. I get that. There are things you're not going to stand for. And I'm sure in the past, Republicans have not stood for other things too, but I don't think either party is ever in the history of state of the unions or states of the union, I should say, has sat the whole time. Well, I listening sitting on their hands. Well, literally listening to the speech, hands. I was thinking of it as a person who, as they say, classifies himself as an independent. And it was really mm -hmm. hard to listen to the speech and see something so polarizing. There were a couple moments where you could take it as, oh, he's trying. Like a lot of people that I saw when he made the statement about the VA and the ability to basically fire and hire people who care about Americans, mm -hmm. uh, people really took that to the point of. Oh, his cabinet wants to be able to fire and hire anybody they want as if, like, they're making a case for controlling the government. And uh, I didn't get that, but a lot of people I know online were talking about that. Yeah, well, you're going to be looking for what you want to see. Everyone's going to read between the lines for good or, you know, on both sides of it. And and so— of Do you think he's going to do what he said? Which Cause part? The, like, all of it. Like, it's probably one that stood out to me His was the prescription thing. Mm -hmm. About prescription drugs and about his—he's his, going to try to lower the costs and all that kind of stuff. To me, that's such a not a meaty subject, but it's an important subject. But I meant more of a, like meaty for the media. 
And it's hard to say, <clears throat> no, we don't want that. Like, Well, although that's the thing. It was uh, and uh, his concentration on the opioid uh, addiction epidemic. I did not I, – I got to confirm it's as bad as, as it's being portrayed as, as it is. It sounds like it's like the cocaine epidemic of the 1980s, just like people were dropping left and right from – Well, I never heard of fentanyl before until – is it called fentanyl? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until about three or four years ago. And the way they deliver it sometimes is through a patch and through skin. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, like if you touch it, you could be like really in trouble. Wow. But going back to the uh, – but I could be making that up. I have no, I was, I just. If, hey, if we're lying, call in 936-647-3776. Give us your impressions. But in regards to the, uh, I, I think the prescription drugs is an excellent um, example. It's inoffensive. Everyone should be for lower drug prices, right? Yeah, I love cheap drugs. <laughs> Don't we all? Are free. Right? My favorite color. Free. Free drugs. Free drugs. Legal drugs. Legal drugs. You know, uh, Sudafed. Yeah. But moving on from that, it's. The the Democrats sat on their well, hands for that. Well, he also piggybacked with that, saying you know people who are terminally ill should have a cho- a right to choose to live, mm-hmm. or you know that kind of. And again, like I said, there's a couple things in that whole speech that do you think he brought to the light and made Americans really think about it, or is this more of like I'm pl- placating to my base? Bit of both. And I, I really believe that because remember, as as Trump was running when there were seventeen or sixteen well, other dream, candidates with him, they thought he well, was a he, Democrat. When he piggyback or not piggyback, when he segued from the homeless issue to the Dreamers issue, mm-hmm. to me that was like, man, that's really hard to argue now because he says Americans are Dreamers too. At the end of that, I was like, oof, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Well, yeah, he, he was thrown down the gauntlet several times, and and so of course there's going to be pissiness on the other side, and I get it. I don't. I'm not blaming the Democrats. I'm thinking once or twice if there's a war hero or a guy who's standing up against the North Korean regime, eh, maybe applaud. I mean, come on. The guy had crutches that he, he always Did you takes. see like with cardboard and packing I mean, tape on? I mean, I'm not kidding you guys. If you want to see something that – it was almost too perfect because his eye, he was crying a little bit and he was so proud that he – where he is, he's missing a leg. And, I mean, that, that story – the story. And his family ate dirt. Well, Ooh. I mean like, – I'm telling you, that story, I was sitting there going, is this real? Is this real? It is, is real. And then, and well, then here's the thing. There's got to be some serious fact-checking going on because all Trump had to do was say something that was, like, completely inaccurate. Well, and I'm sure that's always, all over that. Well, that's one thing I always wonder, too, is, you know, the families, he, he personally invited those people, right? Yes. Because he didn't just write a speech. and He's like, hey, we need to fill in the speech with people who I kind of want to talk gr- about. It's a team effort, but it was like, we got to drive this. We got to put— Faces to every is every that normal topic. for this kind of thing? Uh, sometimes, and, and again, it kind of shows that uh, this is who the Republicans brought, uh, and Trump brought, and who the Democrats brought were illegal aliens, uh, or und- however you want to phrase it, undocumented people who aren't here list. illegally. Yeah, and I would be personally, let's say, if if you know Congressman Brady brought a dreamer, take the politics out of it. If, you know, if someone is Ill, an illegal non-citizen. Is is given a seat in the State of the Union. I know the the Secret Service must have been having conniption fits because this is the place. State of the Union is one of the things where they have a designated survivor because everybody's in oh, there. Oh, you mean that Jack the, Ryan movie? Yeah, or not, I guess it's not a Jack Ryan. Well, it was movie. Jack Ryan book, but the Kiefer Sutherland TV show where the, you get some. You know, it was the, a book, right? Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, executive orders. Okay. And I was, okay, I was making sure I wasn't making that up. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's everyone's in. There. You got the Supreme Court. You got Congress. You got Senate. You got everybody. Uh, Joint Chiefs, and so you take this one, you know, undersecretary to HUD. Wait, I think you're just on a list now. 
You just gave away a good good reason to do it for next year. Way to go, dude! Oh no, great! I'm on another I'm on another watch list now. But yeah, so that that was the the that's how important this thing is. Have and you so seen London has it? fallen? No, same, I have same concept, but it happened over there in, in London. I thought it was the, where the White House gets taken. Well, that was its sequel. Well, the White House has fallen. Yeah, but wasn't there another White House? Movie. A, they made two movies the same year. It's like they had the same writer, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to change a little bit, make more money, and sell another script to the same oh, that's thing. What I, you got that with Deep Impact versus Armageddon. You got that with Babylon 5 during Dave, uh, Deep Space Nine. You always get that where you got two at the same time, and who's going to come sense. up with it? Yeah. I mean, they did that with uh, Churchill. Oh, the, their finest hour? And... Yeah, there's two. They had the darkest hour, and then there's another one with some other actor who wants to be fat and bald and smoke cigars. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. You know, we got to go to a uh, music break, but did you know they, they made a sequel to uh, Deep Blue Sea? No way! Yeah. Actually, that was the one with Samuel Jackson gets yeah. eaten by the shark from out of nowhere, right? His arm does. No, that was the one where, like, it jumps on top of him, right? That's when he's giving an epic speech, and it comes out and grabs him. Oh, I guess, yeah, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, okay, but that's the movie, Deep yeah. Blue Sea. A sequel! Yeah. Interesting. Tell me more after the break. We'll be back here on Morning's Alone Star after a couple tunes. Stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net. Or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I break who you send me. You motherfucker, never want to know what your life saved. Our fingers are yeah. on that button just in case. No, it's the clean version, guys. We Welcome hope. back, Moines Lone Star. We are back. We are back and brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. More information on them at the top of the hour. Hope you enjoyed that song. We were just talking about the State of the Union address. Let us know how you felt about it. 
call in, leave a message, 936-647-3776, or contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Different ways to do it. Find the one that works best for you because we'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love phone calls and keep it clean like DMX here so we can play it (laughs) over the air. And uh, But I would say to wrap up the State of the Union address, I learned a lot about the ceremony of it. Mm-hmm. I will say that it was very boring, uh, even though Donald Trump is probably the most uh, like kind of polarizing president. The standing, the constant standing, the constant approval, disapproval, it, like you said, it became – to me, it's both sides very childish in a sense of like what are we trying to say And we here? got 80 minutes of it. Yeah, and like and you have a problem when it's a proposed 15-minute, 20-minute speech and there's 80 minutes Something's wrong there, um, and I, it's almost like he. Should, I think it'd be great if he just went up there and be like, "Please wait for applause to the end," and then I, that would have <laughs> fixed the whole thing for me, and I would have loved it. Because really, what it does, it's it it does create that platform. Is you didn't stand. That means you hate it. That means you hate America. Because I did like the dig at the NFL, and I think we're gonna get into the NFL later because it's Super Bowl weekend this weekend. That's right. And uh, but I. You know, you can't really say he did do that for that reason, but it was pretty interesting that I saw when he spoke about it, I either in my mind, I go, he really must just really think people don't like the flag. Because I think there is some disconnect between him, uh, Donald Trump and, you know, some people in, in America. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of a disconnect to me because I think a lot of people choose to do what they want with their free speech, uh, even if it's on TV and you have a huge platform and you disagree with – at least they're not burning flags. They used to burn flags, what, 40 years ago, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. And then— uh, And you still can. And I know you can, but I'm talking like, what would you What would you think would be more uh, polarizing? Someone burning the flag or kneeling during the anthem? Ooh, wow, good one. Because to me, burning I, the flag, I mean, that kind of goes— Well, here's the thing. They're both you, constitutionally protected. So my personal—you know, I personally would have an issue with someone burning the flag just because that's—I think that's taking it too far— my personal, well, what I'm saying, to, to protest it. Yeah. I mean, to kneel, that's like the most innocent way to protest something. And you can protest, uh, but you also have the equal right to call it out. And I is think, that really protesting, though? Well, that that's the whole point. No one could, you know, so many people were kneeling. Like burning the flag, I mean, that's protesting. Yeah. Like, that's full on, like, in your face, I'm burning this. I don't care about the wildfires the bear told me to be careful of. <laughs> like, I'm burning this. Okay. But uh, I, I think Trump kind of put it in perspective last night where he said there should be national pride, and that's the whole thing is that— Basically, those who love the country should, you know, we tend to put our hands over our hearts, stand, and blah, blah, blah. So he did not, because there there was a point where he kind of would go overboard implying that it was almost illegal to do this. And it's not. You have absolute every right to kneel during it. But you also, we have the right to, or others have the right to have a problem Yeah, but I mean, like, is it really need to go on for this long? And since of talking about it, I think it's... I think there was a point to be made at, for some reason of whatever point you wanted to make, and certain people handled it in an effective way, and there's an ineffective way. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at uh, the, the the big figure, Colin Kaepernick. I really don't know what he's doing right now. I know he's probably raising money for some type of cause because he's still riding the wave of being that guy, but he's never going to play football again. And Well, uh, you got the XFL coming. Well, he, no, that you—, you Oh, did Vince say no Colin no, Kaepernick? No, he said you have to stand for the flag and you can't be a criminal. Well, that's going to knock out like I literally like 50% of the NFL I'm telling players. you, my conspiracy, because this is one thing I really wish uh, – if he's outside, he should come in and talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I really – my conspiracy of the XFL is the NFL really realized they did they did some type of study of, you know, 10-year down the road, 15, 20-year plan. They're like, we need to figure out to get out of this rut in five years. 
And so they put the XFL up and they say, try these things out, see if these things work, what works, what doesn't work. And then we can integrate it into the super football, you know, and, and create the new NFL. But they don't brand it as that, but it's just we have to improve our image here. I think you're dead bang on. Uh, I, I like that. Maybe Ronda Rousey will join the XFL. I would, I would pay, I would pay for tickets. You think? I would pay for tickets. Yeah, seriously. Oh, what was that lingerie league we were talking about? Yeah, the lingerie league. No, it's not called that. It's called Le- like the Legions League Legions. or something like that. And I know Houston was talking about getting a team. And- yeah, but here's the thing: if the F- XFL, if they open it up to women, can you imagine the audiences that would just? I, I would buy season tickets. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Yeah, man, that's a great idea. We events. If you're listening, think about opening the XFL up to women. People will watch. Because, you know, I will say I, would, I was reading an article about uh, soccer uh, in all over the world because the MLS is coming back and they're adding a bunch of new teams and soccer's growing here in the States, you know, whatever. But one of the things that's growing overseas is women's soccer. And mm-hmm. there is an outcry almost to all these big teams that people know, brand names like Manchester United doesn't have a female league. It doesn't have a team or it doesn't put any money into a team. And there's now that's the next movement. They feel like in soccer, maybe football will be following that. Baseball, maybe too. I don't really know. Uh, softball is taught differently. So that's why I don't see that integrating that well. But, but that's where you look at TV trends because when something big wants, when a cabal wants something big to happen, say a sports team or a political party, they'll start floating TV show concepts just to see how it is. Black president, that started with 24. Uh, then a female president. You really Madam believe Secretary. that? They had yeah. a think tank that did that? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. They, they had a blonde woman playing we in the Secretary put the of State. on the people here, guys. It's to, it's to float well, the idea. You know what? And I'm disappointed and in. And they had that, well, they had that Fox show about the, the female pitcher. I'm telling you, they're, they're, they're seeing if people could accept I, it. I like the concept they did with the uh, UFC. It was like five on five. It's a real deal. I forgot what it's called, but okay. th- that was a real. I don't know if they broadcasted it or if it was it's like strange. football version of horse. Or something? No, it was UFC fighting, but it was five on five. Oh, oh, oh! You, so UFC, it was, it was like had... watching you know one of those movies where it was a brawl, kind of like what I wish the Save Union had. And uh, <laughs> Dick really wanted would, there to be a fight. Wouldn't that be great if one of them just like stood up and put on their gloves and then you know just went to he, town he just, on it. Trump ripping off his jacket they're, they're and diving out, over the they're, podium. They're handing out rolls of quarters and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, guys, clean fight, clean fight. And everyone's kind of putting the little razor blades in. And like, <laughs> Almost like the, uh, the the stereotypical bar fight where, you know, he's giving a speech, someone says something, and he just stops, looks, the music plays, and then he launches himself over the podium and, you know, lands on top of five guys, and then everyone starts beating each other up. Well, you know, I also got uh, inspired. What I would like to do for the next State of the Union is put sensors in every seat. And we'll have a heat map of a live heat map and people's names over the seat. So we know who's standing, who's sitting. And you know, there's one guy that's like doing that like every time. Like this guy just is getting his exercise. He's getting his, his uh, 2000 <laughs> steps in today. Right. And uh, getting some stomach crunches in. My, my kind of, I think, last words on State of the Union, because we could, I think, spend the whole show on it. But I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't think I you do either. Yeah, I don't. But it, I think that every point that Trump picked up, you know, used was to put it in the limelight and it's hard to fight against Well, you know even the immigration where we're saying americans are dreamers too I, I mean that was a mic drop moment that was where okay deny that deny that americans are dreamers too deny, deny that americans well need that's what i was saying a lot of stuff he designed his words he designed was you even if you hate the guy you're like man 
which is why the Democrats' refusal to stand or applaud at any point kind of, I think, backfired on him because he had a lot of stuff that everyone should stand, you know, applaud, at well, least why applaud. Why would you need to stand? That's one thing I already yeah, I'm taking standing out of the equation. Just applaud. Just clap. That's why I need the heat map. There's yeah. a war here. You need the heat map, you know, and like <laughs> you could have... You can have the stats after the game. How many times did Martinez sit and stand? How long did he stand for? Oh, it was 20% longer How than last year. How many beats per minute were the claps? Yeah, I mean, we could totally take was it, it in. Was it tango clap or flamenco clap? We could take it into the next level. I but, think that would be. But one thing I question too, because I've learned how this was a ceremony, like like the heart of this whole thing. Pomp and really, Yeah, it's a very big ceremony. Who's the ball guy who announces him? How long has he been doing that job? And is he in any f- official capacity, or is he just a neighbor to a guy who lives in D.C. and it's like, hey, man, you got a good voice. No, he's the master at arms or sergeant at arms. So is he is he a congressman or is he just a guy who gets hired to do that he's, job? He's a guy who gets hired, but it's like the White House docents, you know, the the one who handles all the the gifts that are coming. Like yeah, this, so he's been there for a while. I yeah, imagine. this is something that's highly revered. This is very ceremonial. This is right out of British Parliament. The, that's you know, fine. I was the, worrying that because I was like, like I said, the WWE entry he did, you know, <laughs> and uh, – no, yeah, have going with a robe and a towel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be great. <laughs> but uh, so I think we'll STFU about the SOTU. Yeah, good deal. All right. And we'll move on from there. I was kind of hoping he would, Donald Trump would walk over to the Democrats first and start shaking their hands. Oh, do the, do the, 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 the arm out, you know, yeah. hand clap as you run past, da, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping that. Well, just do a high five to them and just stand there waiting for them to do it. Well, then yeah, the that uncomfortable will, moment. The news will misinterpret that motion and be like, look what he's doing to America. Well, yeah. Well, this is the same. Remember, this is the same news that, you know, eight years ago was going, oh, he, you know, he fist bumped uh, his wife and like, oh, terrorist. That's a terrorist move. So, yeah, they're idiots on both sides of this equation. I, I fully admit that. Um, Obama did not have a terrorist fist bump with his wife. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, closing it out, uh, I did like his his overall remark was like, get it done. Yeah, he's had a highly successful first year. You, you got to say a lot of stuff's gone, you know, good or bad, a lot of stuff's happened. He's got, he's showing no signs of slowing down. It's like, okay, what's next? What's next? Well, I'm going to do this. And here's the thing. He's standing firm on every campaign promise he made. Very few pre- uh, presidential uh, or presidents do that, you know, once they get the office. And if you notice... Uh, you know who was firmly opposed to illegal immigration before they ran for president or, or got it? Hillary every, Clinton, every other president. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, they are on the record saying you can't call them. Le- they're illegal aliens. They're not undocumented. These are Democrats saying this because that was at the time. That's what people wanted. Yeah. They read the polls. Well, I, think, I think the Internet now is caught up where it's easy to find. And that's why the fake news tornado tries to dissuade people to reading the internet going on the internet yeah we'll, doing, we'll tell you you're dead bang on dick absolutely so, you know uh talking about that kind of stuff we do know that uh the follow-up for the missile alert more information is coming out about this hawaii worker who sent the false alert what i tell you uh, apparently he's been a bad worker has multiple complaints against him and then he claims and which in in retrospect if I, anyone, and this is something that I, I would have a complaint if this is how they ran the operation. Apparently, he got a message saying, test, 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 kind of thing. This is not a drill. He and everybody in the room. Test, test, test. But it was for a test, but it also included the words, this is not a drill. Mm-hmm. And that's why he did it. And they're still not releasing his name, which for good measure. And um, I think it's kind of funny that someone would do a test run of an emergency and say, this is not a drill inside that test. 
couple of my, and I'll take the contrarian view like, on this I, one. Well, I know like during our fire alarms, they don't, I mean, they still pull the fire alarm. They still have the alarm. Because you have to treat it as if it basically, they said what's about to happen is not real. And then they played what would actually be said if there were things. So that's why this is not a drill was part of that. Now, my contrarian view, first off, if you remember when this first went down, I told you this is going to end up being a white guy who's thrown under the bus and that there's more to it. And I still say with this, this answer they're giving today or yesterday, it's pretty plausible, right? I mean, and it's forgivable. The guy's totally screwed up. Why did they lie about it for a month? What do you mean lied about it? They said this was a, a, a glitch. And then it was, uh, he hit it on accident. The whole oh, thing. I, well, and then it was, he would stop. Last week it was, he stopped uh, 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 working with oh, investigators. I think, it, I think it just shows a lack of leadership inside that little group well, because— the head of uh, HEMA, the Hawaiian Emergency Management Associ uh, 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 Agency, resigned also the same day. So, you know, that happened as, as a twofer. But why— It would suck to be that guy because you know he probably didn't really do anything wrong. And then he's just like, this is, this is just part of the— Here's the thing. It still doesn't add up. Job. It does not add up because— what they came up with today is like they've had a month. To, okay, how can we come up with something really plausible? Well, they had forty-five minutes to come up with something plausible until they hit again, Twitter. Again, that's the point. If he did it on purpose, because remember the first month it was oh it was an accident that we had to find out what was wrong and I couldn't find my password. If if he did it right then and there and the room was filled with people because it was shift change and everyone there were at least five other people in the room who heard. So he just did it on his own without consulting with anyone to say, hey my gosh guys, there's a there's a I'm gonna hit the button. And no one went, no. So that doesn't make sense. He's not just going to hit the button on his own when there's a room full of people, including his bosses. Number one. Number two, why did it still take 35 minutes? Now they're saying, well, we knew he did it on purpose from the first moment, but we just didn't know how to undo that. And I I, I can't. I love conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, this is, it does not make sense. There's going to be a third round to this. They're, they're trying happen? to sweep it under the rug. Well, to, and this guy eventually will come out and with a tell-all saying, I got thrown under the bus. That this is what happened. That's that's Skippy's take. I'm telling you. Well, good thing you're usually wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, we got to be taking another music break. That's awesome. Right. If you have a song that you want us to play at 10:30, let us know. Call in 936-647-3776. We're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine, folks. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors, building and preserving our clients' wealth and guiding them to achieve their financial goals. CenturionWA.net, folks. We got a whole another hour left on Mornings Alone Star, so stick around. We love to hear from you. We're on Facebook. We're on phone calls, 936-647-3776. We're going to be talking about movie sequels coming up and then hopefully the Super Bowl. So stick around. Damn right, can I do it again? Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 
1-800-926-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back to Morning's Lone Star. Here at IRLoneStar.com and Condros FM 104.5, 106.1. We're here every weekday morning, 9 to 11. we still got an hour left in today's program. Hope you guys are enjoying this Wednesday morning. It is the last day of the month. Already so, is, yeah, it's the 31st. Man. It is the 31st. My goodness. Get with it. Holy cow. It is a uh, kind of a crisp uh, 56 degrees outside. We may pump yeah, it all the pretty, way up to 70. It's pretty chilly. Good weather. Yeah. Kind of sunny, a little bit, couple of clouds. But, uh, you know, we this is the week leading to the weekend of the Super Bowl. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots will be on NBC. Uh, around 5.30. I don't know if that's central time, but uh, it's a little early for a football game. But uh, <laughs> So well, what, 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 does what, the game itself start at that time, or is it like the Oscar I don't know. pre-show? I don't know. I don't really know. Do they have a pre-show for the Super Bowl? I imagine they do. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about but it. They have uh, a, I know they have a halftime show. Right, but I think they got it. It was like the, the pre-show where they got to talk about each player and their stats and their journey leading up and the battle of the quarterbacks. So I'm sure the first at least half hour. I, you know, it's funny. Hour. I couldn't name one Eagle player. I can't. I know Terrell Owens played for them at one point, but that's about it. That's I think beyond JJ Watt, I don't think I can name and a did, single football player. And then the guy from I know Mark Wahlberg played for them, and then but Marky I, Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. He played. Yeah, you know that movie. No, <laughs> that in, one. He played for them, right? And then didn't that guy from Quantum Leap play for him too? Uh, Dean Stockwell or Scott Bakula? Scott Bakula. Didn't he play for the Eagles? In that movie, yeah, uh, with Dennis Quaid, yeah, uh, you know, they they were working on their throwing arms. We're we're, we're jacking with some in the studio, seeing if we can sucker them and getting on because we are <laughs> talking sure, like, such smack. Mark Wahlberg would be great. You know, see that would be a great moment in the Super Bowl where you know he's the one that leads the team out. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Tom Brady, I know that, and I know Robert Kraft, and as the owner of the Patriots, and I have I have a feeling that the. Patriots are going to win the game. I think it'd be a great game if they lost because, you know, that's it, not the underdogs always. Dick, I think it. you're full of poo poo, respectfully, and I'm well, voting for the other team. I think, regardless, we know what's going to happen is the city of Philadelphia is going to have a riot. Regardless. You betcha. I mean, those guys are pretty you crazy. You go, Philly. I'm with you in spirit. So, since Dick's going for New England Patriots, well, Skippy's well, taking it would be great if deal. the local city council, since they tried to grease up the polls last time, they're just remove the polls. It's like, all right. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> that would be good. 
I don't know uh, if you got if you have a chance, look up, type in YouTube, type in Philadelphia fans, and you just see the chaos and just see what happens in that city. And no matter what sport it is, someone's getting drunk, someone's climbing poles and uh, and hanging out. And you know what? One thing that's always a reoccurring thing with that: someone's throwing stuff at them. At the Philly at the, fan. at the fan who climbs the street pole. What are they throwing? Like, like beers or, or oh, okay. just like anything they got in their hands. I was like, man, that's just so dangerous. But then again, the guy's climbing a pole. But uh, <laughs> but the Super Bowl is this weekend. I know it's a, a big marketing campaign. The, some of the commercials are already being released. Uh, I'm not really – I don't really was that interested in the commercials, and I think it's – The only reason I watch. Well, it's hilarious how they, they tricked everybody and got people to pay attention who don't normally watch football and do that because that's how they get more money every year. Is they show? Look how many people watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. How much does the ad do you think this year? Five million. Five million for, for thirty, 30 seconds. seconds? Mm-hmm. Dang man, that is a lot of money. I myself will be watching the annual Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet. You know, I try to see what that was all about. It's cute. Is it just adoption? Well, yeah, the, the whole thing is you can adopt these pets or just to raise awareness. But basically, it's two hours. So what happens after? Is it SPCA pound kind of thing? Or, like, do you think they yeah, all, yeah, get, they these all are, get adopted? Yeah, oh, they all get adopted easily. Not a problem. Um, but, yeah, it's just two hours of puppies being rowdy, and then they have the cat cheerleaders, which is basically just cats sitting there for five minutes licking themselves inappropriately. Well, that's <laughs> and, what cats do, man. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what cats do. But, yeah, the game is going to be fun. And then this is... I think the XFL starting in two years in 20, 2020. I 2020. Think. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they're. I'm telling you, were we on our What do you the think air? they're going to call their Super Bowl? Do they even have a Super Bowl? What was it? When the It'll first... be the X Bowl. The X Bowl. Really? Is X going to give it to him? I, I, <laughs> yeah. That... They're going to trademark that. You know, he's got to have trademarked all the names now. So it'll be the Extreme Bowl, the X Bowl. Something like that yeah. to, to keep the brand going. But I'm telling you, I, I can't remember if we were on off on or off the air earlier, but for the XFL, if, if they do stuff like uh, uh, add women to the roster, people will show up. I mean, if they're going to go for it, go for it, people. Yeah. You, you know, break free of the NFL strictures. You know, the, 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 the uh, I don't want to say the safe route, but, you know, what's been established. Well, one thing I will say about this year's Super Bowl is last year's Super Bowl was probably one of the top, you know, three Super Bowls ever. I imagine. I don't know too much about the history of the Super Bowl, but I imagine that game was pretty up there. I imagine. It was very it was exciting. It actually caught my attention and I'm just not a football guy. And this year I think that's why a lot of people are wondering cuz the Patriots are back. And the Falcons, did they even come close this year? I don't, I don't know. know. We just need we If need, only we had an expert in the yeah, studio only, who would only. easily answer these questions for us. But I think that's why a lot of people are going to be watching the game and I I think uh Las Vegas is kind of all over the place with it cuz I bet the, the the leading horse is the Patriots or are the Patriots. This could be anybody's game, though. You, really, you're, you don't know anything about football. No, How do you but, know? I'm, but I'm the color commentary guy. I'm like, yeah. Is, uh... You just say the same jargon, like <laughs> <laughs> this is this game's up in there. You know, it starts with the coin toss, but you know, in the end, scramble. You know, you don't you don't know what's Did, gonna happen. Okay, okay, I know we. How many football words can you fit in a, in a sentence? <laughs> oh well. I'm, I will forward pass that. To, I will punt that down the line, and and as we lead to the kickoff. Hey, listen, I know we said we were, we were past the State of the Union, but the one thing, did you hear uh, the NBC, uh, as Trump is actually starting to talk, Tom Brokaw, who is, you know, a pretty liberal reporter, was going on and on about uh, uh, how Mueller wasn't in the audience and, you know, reminding people that, you know, he's probably meeting with people right now to see if you know, Trump is going to go to jail or not. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Brokaw wasn't even pretending to to 
be uh, well. They had unbiased. somebody. You know, I heard somebody. Why are we talking about this? We're over this. We stopped talking about this. Well, we're talking about the. Uh, we decided to talk beef. about a topic that we don't know anything about, and that's the Super Bowl. Okay, so we got to move on. Yeah, we can go on to more international news. Yeah, yeah. Is there a Super Bowl over there? No, but apparently, okay. Is did I hear this right? Is there a team in London, an NFL team in London? No, they play there at least four times, five times a season. I think. Who do they play? They play, they, they play, NFL teams play each other, but they go to different places. I think they played in Mexico. They played in London. Okay, but so there's not an actual a London team. No, I think there might have been at one point. Okay. I remember there I being a I European football league. I remember that. Okay. But, I, I could have sworn I heard that there was a, like a U.S. football team in London, but I guess not. But um, so we talked about Hawaii. Oh, so this is funny, but it's not. Well, hon, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? With this Sunday? Yeah. Uh, I'll be up in Dallas. Okay. I was going to say you should go to like the most packed place possible and just experience that. There you go. I, I shall. There'll be a lot of family this weekend up in Dallas uh, flying in. So, I, you know, I think uh, Sunday we're probably all going to be in a can you, Super Bowl I, I can mood. Already, That's a good can, idea. I can already see the traveling businessman in Philadelphia trying to figure out what he wants to do, but he's afraid. Like, the, I bet there's <laughs> warnings, you know, because there's like, you know, in certain areas in the in the world, there's like visitation warnings. Like, don't go there and don't do these six things. I think they're going to be handing out flyers when you arrive into Philadelphia. Please, you know, don't be on these streets. Yeah. <laughs> Travel advisory. <Yeah. laughs> That'd be great. Um, so over in the Middle East. Um, you really don't want to talk about the football stuff. All right. Oh, we can. It's quarter past. Oh, my gosh. It's already quarter past 10. And Sean's just now joining us here on Morning's Lone Star. What day and, is this? Uh, you know what? Since you're kind of lost right now, we're going to have to take a break. Cool. And uh, do a little thank you to our sponsors, folks. Uh, one of them, Conroe Coffee, because I'm going to go fill up my coffee That's cup. That's true. That's what you need, man. That's, That's right. what you need. When we come back, we're going to try to nail down a little bit more football. Try to. Okay. And then we can talk about international stuff or, you know, the Grammys or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Anything but the State of the Union. We'll be back. Morning's a Lone Star. Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. 
discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. And man, we're this back. music. How do you? This music not getting you jumped. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the inside, man. This is this is my getting pumped. I know Actually, you're real. I know you're real excited for the Super Bowl. I am. Well, for the commercials and the puppy bowl. Okay. And the no. Super why? Bowl. Okay. Say you're a marketing company. You spend five million dollars on a spot. Mm-hmm. Why release it early? I, I think they're very wrong in doing that. Yeah, like, I feel like that's There's part of the whole, like, oh, because I know for sure if you're a real fan, like you say you are, you might have seen one or two already. It could be without even realizing it, but it, they I mean, should release spending, a teaser. You're spending $5 million, and you're going to release it before. I mean, to me, that's like your big show. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Is that, is that what the whole thing's called, right? Yeah, you, you legally have to call no, it the big game. Can so I want someone to explain that to me because I don't trademarked. I, well, it's trademarked, so I'm allowed to say it though, right now. Yes, but if we did an ad or like you know the top five listeners, we will we'll, well get, it's get like, free tickets tune to it. Afternoons Lone Star after the Super Bowl. Like, could we do that? I got that's iffy. I got to look into that. Man, this uh, technically, you got to say the big game, and you can't use the team names. Now, we can talk about the teams, but now, in, a, in an ad sense, if we're promoting ourselves or anyone else. Do you think they're going to do an XFL promo? Oh, that would be awesome that if they bought great. one. That would be great. If they bought one, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. I would like that very much. But I need some controversy in my life. I know we get it every day, well, but we're I get- want it like real fun. And real conniving and just... Hey, maybe someone will shank someone else on the field. What was that movie uh, where the football players start shooting the, the other team because he's, he's lost a lot of money? Oh, uh, the Bruce Willis movie. There's uh, a lot of Bruce Willis uh, movies. Uh, in past, like, five years. Last he's in a, something. Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout. Hold on. Help me out here. Uh, he, Who, who's the guy in that movie? Damon Wayans. Okay. And he's a football player, and he's got caught up in this thing. But the, the thing starts off as uh, there's a... Guy in the game, and he's got a phone call saying, "You better throw this game." Or oh, is that with the gun? You. Yeah, and he starts. He whips out the gun. I, for some reason, I mix that movie up with the program, which doesn't have any guns in it. I don't <laughs> think. Maybe at the end, but ah, well, you seen one football game, football movie. You seen them all. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely Rudy, right? <laughs> Rudy, <laughs> with <giants>. <laughs> Rudy with a gun. Rudy with a gun. Well, you know, uh, Lucas. Like I said, we we talk about the Super Bowl kind of involving everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's watching it, so we get the halftime with Justin Timberlake. And we got. I'll bet you. And we got pink. All the, the cash in my pocket that he's going to. Right. He's going to rip his own shirt. He's going to rip his own shirt for a wardrobe malfunction. I bet you anything. Or Janet Jackson well, will he, make a cameo. Maybe, maybe he'll pull a Lenny Kravitz and have a maldro- uh, a wardrobe malfunction. No, have I you think, seen that? No, I don't well, encourage anyone to check that out. What, but, what did uh, Lenny Kravitz do? Oh, he uh, was rocking out on stage and he did a squat and his pants ripped. And yeah, I love it when that happens to someone who's not me. Yeah. Happens all the time to me. <laughs> Happens all the time. So when it's someone else, it's funny. I was told it's, it's a growth thing. So uh, you just got to buy new pants. <laughs> it's, guys. it's a cheap, cheap tailor I bought my but, suits from. I mean, and the history of the the, the, the halftime show, mm-hmm. I've never really thought, oh, that was really great. I, I'm going to like, I like this guy more. This is really well done. This changes my entire perspective. Then again, when Lady Gaga caught the football while jumping off, mm-hmm. that was very ironically entertaining. 
Uh, I liked the Lady Gaga one. I mean, Prince Prince had an awesome halftime show. Uh, Even the Michael Jackson one, I I I liked. Uh, But that was way back in the day. But uh, they're very hit or miss for me. uh, The the halftime games. Yeah. That's Uh, it. That's all you got for me on that. Well, no, I'm telling you, this is this is Skippy's prediction. Are you ready? I want you to write this down. That Justin Timberlake's halftime show will feature a cameo by Janet Jackson, and she's going to rip his shirt. You think so? Like, his, are you his, being his serious? Or I'm being you... deadly serious. I will bet you all the cash in my pocket. That'd Believe it or not, I, I got a couple of bucks in there. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Okay. It's, it's what's going to happen. Because I, I mean, explain this to me about how the halftime show works. Is it true that they pay to be there, or they do they pay them to be there, or no one gets paid at all? It's just kind of mm. like a mutual. Well, I would think it's a mutual. I mean, think about the publicity for whoever the artist is. However, there's a lot of money, all the pyrotechnics, all the staging, all the technical, all the musicians, you know, the high school bands and stuff like that for their transportation. I w- there's money's got to swap hands somewhere at some point, but I don't know in which direction. Maybe they, a lot of back They and probably forth. practice for a week or two mm-hmm. on this thing. But uh, probably the day of is when they have like full run throughs of all the technical aspects of it. But you can't, um, I don't know in the days leading up to it, if you actually have access to the stadium. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you can kind of buy a, spa, a parking lot and do it there. Right, but would you want people che- checking in on it? Because I haven't seen any like YouTube videos of, hey, check it out, it's Justin Timberlake. Well, it, I think the Texans have one of those weird football inflatable oh, fields. A, yeah, so there you go. Easy there you peasy. go. I'd hate to have one of those inflatable ones and you set off the fireworks by accident and burn the whole thing down. I don't think they would allow fireworks into that Hey, if they allow this this Hawaiian guy to hit the the we're under attack button, then they can this this guy's gonna get hired by a football league one day and he's gonna hey, push the button. Hey, does somebody order fireworks? Yeah, put it over there. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Do not push this button. Do, okay, push it. the button. I ah. doubt it. I doubt it. But uh I don't really like the halftime show. I'm just gonna say that right now. Okay. I'm, swap over to the puppy bowl. I'm telling so, you, you will love why it. Why would I wanna do that though? It's cute. That's They're puppies. It? That's it. I'm just watching puppies. It does not pretend to be anything else than just two hours of puppies frolicking. What do, is there any like urination kind of stuff going on with that? No, they they they, they cut it. But they put they like cut a, that out because that would be great. Like this guy's talking. Oh, this is a sweet golden retriever. Blah blah. And then he just squats <laughs> down and just. <laughs> but they do have like the the water oh, cam man. where you're at the bottom of the 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 water bowl is is clear and they have a camera looking up so you see these dogs going for water. <laughs> I'm great. telling you, man, and I, that's just not true football. It's fake news. It's puppy ball. But yeah, halftime. <laughs> Justin Blake now. You really think he's going to have Jay and Jackson I, on I, there? I'm telling you, my, my gut says yes. I mean, he's a good entertainer. I could see it being a good show. It's not a lot of people who come back to do the halftime show. So, well, it's, I mean, if you think about it realistically, who would you choose to be doing that besides Justin Timberlake? Because he just released an album. So he's probably one of the few artists that are established that have new content mm-hmm. that want to promote, that want to like willing to work for free or whatever the scenario is for this. And then, or you choose somebody really old who's kind of an established name, like the Rolling Stones or something. I was just thinking the Stones, to be honest, uh, truly. But they're, but they're way too old line. now. I they mean, are, I know they used to be old, not, but now not they're American. And that's the thing. It's not, not that it's a deal breaker, but if you wanted like someone to epitomize the Super Bowl, Justin Timberlake, really? Well, I'm not saying Justin Timberlake. I, I think Lady Gaga, uh, was it last year she did it or year before? Last year. I think she did last year. Okay. I just remember her catching that football. I was really impressed with that. Well, see, I've never been a Lady Gaga fan uh, at all until I saw. Well, have you actually listened to Lady Gaga? Well, that's the thing. What, what, I would tune around and go, oh, Lady Gaga, I hate her. 
but then there was this commercial, a like Christmas commercial with a Tony Bennett. It's like, okay, she can sing. And then I saw her on well, American. Of she can. It's well, not like they don't put that kind sing, of money into people who can sing. in a way sing. that I like. And then I saw an American Horror Story where she had a lot of nude scenes, so I became a fan. There's nudity in that show? Yeah, you betcha. Isn't that on ABC? No, American Horror Story is FX. It's the hardcore if it, if it, Is it FXX? Uh, FXX is like the hardcore version of hardcore FX. Um, but no, it's on FX. And You're such a perv. And? Okay. There we go, folks. What's your point? We discover something that we already do every day here on Mornings Hello? of Hello? <laughs> Who are you talking We're to? We're going to take a music break here. We'll be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thank you so much. We're going to hear words from them. For being our sponsors here on Mornings of Lone Star, we still got about 30 minutes left in today's show, so stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net. Or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back. It's what you're hearing. Man, yeah, this is a good Super Bowl pump-up song. Drop the beat, Dick. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning, 9 to 11, having fun. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. Uh, just to give some people a heads up who are listening live right now, we got tickets to Lori Morgan on March 3rd over at the Arena Theaters in Sugarland. She's a country singer. I think we're going to dedicate a whole week to giving these away. Awesome. Uh, probably it will make an announcement on our Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But if you're interested, make sure to follow us on Facebook when we announce when we're giving those tickets away. March 3rd, it's Lori Morgan. Uh, we do know a couple of plays are opening up here in the weekend. Uh, I think what's driving it, that drive Miss Daisy. Steve Magnolias is opening up this weekend, right? Uh, yes. No, Steve Magnolias is already open. It's already open. And Hello Dolly will be open, um, I think it is this weekend or next weekend. I think it's next weekend. Well, cool. Do you think those folks over there will allow me to bring my emotional— Your support score? My support, my support peacock. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding you. I looked on. I looked at this. Uh, Fox is reporting that a woman was denied emotional support. Peacock. I'm talking a full bird peacock uh, yeah. uh, on a United flight. I didn't see if it was intercontinental or not, because in my mind I'm like, all right, why don't you just drive? If it's like if if it's well, that's kind of my point is that I've done a lot of airline traveling, and I personally have never seen someone needing a support dog on an airplane. Which means that well, it's probably when's the last time you flew. Um, not that long ago, a few months ago. And okay. then last, uh, 12 months ago, exactly. I was on the way to DC. What I'm saying is in the airport, even in the airport, you don't see a lot of service dogs. So the percentage of people needing a service dog on their airplane is, is pretty low. Pretty low. And these are people who truly need their support animals. These are but trained I, dogs and certified. I also imagine those folks who do need those animals travel in a more comfortable way instead of flying. There you go. They, they plan accordingly. So to have someone pop up with a squirrel or a peacock or an ocelot or a cougar thing, this is my support animal with no documentation to to certify this. It's, it's She just wanted a, her peacock without... Having to pay the, the, the freight fees. Well, she paid extra ticket. So I imagine the extra ticket is the cost of a freight. Well, here's the thing. You can use your miles to buy an extra seat. You can't use them to really get a freight. Right. I didn't know about that. A lot of people use their miles, I guess. I'm not mm -hmm. part of that world, yeah. so I don't really know that. But I thought that was pretty funny. A peacock as your support animal, that's kind of different. But then again, trying to – can you imagine being the third person on that row? <laughs> the other, just going the guy like, with man, the, I'm the guy with the aisle seat. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he probably just ate like a muffin or something. So the bird starts kind of picking up the crumbs <laughs> in, his, in his, you know, pants or something like that. Goodness like, this gracious. Bird, this bird. Hey, got some breaking news about, uh, 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 from Joe Kennedy. He's blaming Chapstick. I told you. It was Chapstick. I told you it was either Carmax or something. And he just kind of went overboard with And also, according to him, the people that are making fun of him are now bullies. He's being bullied. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> would that mean like everybody on. The everybody in the universe is uh, now we're now suddenly a bully. And again, I'm just taken back to the State of the Union response where uh, Marco Rubio reached for some water. And I'm telling you, in the headlines the next morning, it was Watergate. Everyone was just playing it over and over. Oh my God! Look, he reached for water stupidly. I think I would want to be a journalist for a year just to have fun with that kind of stuff. Because I feel like you can you're allowed to throw anything into the hat. Mm -hmm. You know, like oh yeah, let's talk about Watergate. Be great. Well, I wouldn't mind being a journalist for a year where I was a journalist. No. No, it's not nearly as much fun. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so it was Chapstick. So I wonder if Chapstick uh, stock is going to go up or down. As Depends a result on what of brand. Chapstick. The actual – is oh, brand that name. a brand? Yeah. Capital Good C, on capital S, one word, yeah. Capitalize on that name. I know. I still think Cap, uh, Carmex and Chapstick's a conspiracy where you use it and it makes your mouth drier. So they keep using it. They keep having you use it. I believe that. So. Like the bartenders that put a little salt in their drinks, make you a little more thirsty. I'm okay with that. Are you good with that? <laughs> hey, I got some movie you know, you news never, for you. you, do you are you one of those people who say no to more drink? Not I. <laughs> got some movie news. I don't know if you know this. Okay. Yeah, we we're supposed to talk about sequels, so you yeah, never followed uh, up on that. There's a couple of sequels uh, both uh, <clears throat> involving the same guy. Uh, there's going to be a sequel of The Passion of the Christ. Oh, I saw that. Mel Gibson said it's going to be the biggest Straight movie down. of all time. Yeah. It's called Resurrection. And Jim Caviezel has signed up for it. So he'll be playing Jesus again. After, you know, because he was on a, a TV show for a while, Person of Interest. What do you think is going to be the controversial thing about that? Because, like, I remember when Passion of the Christ came out, people were like, oh, very gruesome. You got to check it out. Well, it's very real. And that's the thing until the very well, last five seconds where, you know, you get the resurrected body walking out. So, of course, that's where it became a religious movie instead of just. You think they're going to pick up right where they left that, off? That's what the, this is what the sequel is. It's the resurrection. 
What they got to do something controversial about it. it if they have the Satan baby in it, I'll, I'll see it again. Because <laughs> that part was my favorite part. Was that? No, that was Passion of the Christ. That was that the was last temptation. No, that was Passion, Passion of the Christ. Christ. That was, it looked like a little head coming out. And it's like, hey. Oh, like I miss. Oh, that's right. It was really creepy. It see, was great. Did you see Willem Dafoe in the uh, oh, yeah. Last Temptation of Christ? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the 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 big scandal behind this one is it's going to be a religious movie. It's going to be presenting the resurrection. I mean, how do you not do it? Make it a religious movie? Well, that's my point. But people are going to be, oh, it's a, it's, it's a movie. Watch it like any other one. It'll. I'm sure it'll be do you more think high people budget. Were really than, asking for this? I feel like that's a sequel no one was really asking for. Well, here's the thing: there is, and you and the uh, ticket sub guys may you know feel free to to um, counter counterpoint me on this. But there is a market for more of these faith based movies. You know, uh, Fireproof. Uh, the, these ones that, that yeah, but those are financed by. But I'm saying there's a, religious a lot companies. of people watch them. They're actually building an audience. There is there is I a market it. for them. They're real bad. <laughs> I've seen a couple. They're really bad. Oh yeah, they're they're well. That's what I'm saying. So to have a high budget, high high budget, big name production treated like a major studio release instead yeah. of Fireproof, uh, I think it's a, it's a test balloon to see if people will go for it. It's either bomb spectacularly or it'll make just enough money. To, to Do you break think even? they're going to make a Bible universe kind of like Marvel comics things? Do you think they're going to make a Bible sequel things? Where they do like different characters from the Bible, and they're like it's kind of like the Marvel universe. You think, <laughs> and you think they're going to do the, that? Stay for the post-credit scene where, hey, Man. look, it's the Apostle Paul. <laughs> <laughs> could could be, but also hand in hand with. Oh the, man, that would be great. Mel Gibson is also signed. Are you ready for this? Lethal Weapon Five. They got Danny Glover and Mel Gibson to do Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah, because I know, of the I, 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 I know the there, was, there was a script being like passed around. I know it's that. been greenlit. So it's been greenlit. I probably on the strength of the uh, the TV series. Really, the TV series? You really it, want to talk about that? I'm not watching it. I I don't like the TV series. Uh, I I love the original. That, Lethal what Weapon. that reminds me of it reminds me of Commando when they wrote the script for Die Hard. And then they didn't make this, the sequel to Die Hard using Commando script. They made Commando. So this dude wrote a script that's a cool buddy cop sh show. But they're like, hey, what IP do we have that we can use to bump it up a little bit more? And they chose yeah. Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. I absolutely agree. I think the first one was awesome because a lot of dark themes. You had a cop on the edge wanting to eat a bullet, PTSD, Vietnam. Coming up, you know, losing a wife, and then then you had one. a family. You had Murtaugh and his family. Yeah, how the and almost adopting him, and you got that. And then by the fourth one, don't get me wrong, they were very entertaining. But just watch one, then watch well, four. Well, basically, they they were they took the road of Fast and the Furious, mm -hmm. where the first one was like a legit trying to be a fun, like not fun, but like a, a movie. And then they just go, hey, let's turn these guys into superheroes, <laughs> and they did. Well, there we go. So five. What do you? What was your projection on that movie? Where do we go with Riggs and Murtaugh? Well, here's a, 20 years ago, Murtaugh was saying, I'm too old for this. I have a feeling Murtaugh's going to have to come out of retirement. I really hope they don't choose a comedy actor to be one of the, the new dudes. Because there's going to be a new breed. Because they kind of did that with Chris Rock a little bit. But mm -hmm. they didn't say, hey, Chris Rock's going to be in Lethal Weapon 5. He's just marrying the daughter. I'm sure, so, he'll, have, I'm sure he'll have a cameo along with Joe Pesci. Well, yeah, of course. Leo. Rene Russo. Of course. So we'll have the but whole do you think family. they're going to have like the new age lethal weapon dudes? Well, here's the thing: the the guy who played the captain in the movies, mm -hmm. you know, the long suffering. You know, I'll give you 24 hours. Get hand in your badges. The actor passed away a few years ago. So what about Gary Busey? 
<laughs> I would pay cash to have Gary Busey come back to the Lethal Weapon franchise. That would, be, that, that would be a great reveal. That would be a great reveal at the end. He's the He's bad escaped. Guy. And what they do is like the opening shot is on a newspaper and like the lower right hand column, it's like the you know, Joshua the mercenary mm -hmm. escapes prison. And then like that's the only subtle thing you get. And at the very end, there's another fight with a you know, a broken fire <laughs> fire hose thing. Right. And unfortunately, Alexander Goodenough died. He was the uh, Fabio-looking blonde guy who was in the Lethal Web, uh, the uh, uh, Die Hard movie, the mm -hmm. long hair. Uh, he was. A, you know, did you read about that guy? About his history in like Russia and or was it Russia or Germany? He's like a dancer. He's a ballerina. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy story for that guy to be in Die Hard. Yeah, but he uh, unfortunately uh, he passed away. Or we could have the Gary Busey Alexander Goodenough SmackDown. But uh, I have a feeling that probably uh, they're probably gonna get the Rock. Glover, I feel like the Rock gets like <laughs> is in every movie. It'll be Glover is gonna be the captain to replace the actor who passed away. Then that's no, he's got to re he's retired, man. Like that's the whole premise of that character. He's trying to retire, or that could be the joke that, that he, he never, just can't retire. He can't redo it because remember the I think the last movie was his retirement day, and his wife said, "Get out of the house, just go back to work." Seriously, yeah, we don't want you here. I didn't know she was a famous singer either. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Lethal Weapon 5. Who do you think going to be it? Who's going to be the guys? You Channing didn't... Tatum. No. Or Ryan know. Reynolds. One of those guys, you know, those interchangeable buff guys, the Ryan Reynolds or Bradley Coopers or uh, Channing Tatums of the world. One of them. And they'll be young and idealistic. Well, no, Channing Tatum was in 21 Jump Street, right? The movie? Yeah. Okay. So he's uh, so he's out. He can't. He can't he, it's not going to be a comedy though. Or do you think they're going to continue? I, I think unfortunately they're going to go down the track of all the end jokes. Oh great. Now if they rebooted it, and I, well here's the thing: they could have rebooted it with the TV series, but they didn't. They, they didn't. kind of kept it. I'm telling you that show jokes. sucks. Yeah. I just watched the trailers and realized I don't want to watch it. Oh. But yes, yeah, so we'll this, see. This I, we'll talk news. more about that when that comes out. Any other movies? Um, that's it for right now. Uh, I personally am eagerly awaiting A Wrinkle in Time just because it's a personal favorite. Yeah. And I was talking with my I daughter. I mean, Ready Player One's coming out based off that book. That's okay, now talk revered. to me about that. I, I, I'm i not sure I've wrapped myself around the plot. So people are going into video games, existing video games. and From what I understand the plot, it's in a futuristic world where the government kind of, you know, stereotypically controls everything. And the one place you can go to have like a freedom of speech outsource or source to do it is on the oasis which is like a network of people and they can be whoever they want and they can act any way they want and from what i understand about the book the book does it really well it's a good story and they explain the world building very well they do that very well and then they integrate all the uh pop culture icons of video games and different stories into the into the book really well so i don't know how the movie's going to do that because we saw Pixels, and that tried to do... <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you mean, we, white man? I did not see Pixels. Uh, yeah, I, I saw no desire. I saw Pixels. Okay, what was the movie I saw the other night on Netflix that had a Pac-Man? Was it Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? It was Pixels. No, 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 no. no. It was the good guy and the bad guy going against each other, and they have, like, avatars, and the good guy uses yes, Pac-Man. Yes, that was Guardians of the Galaxy That made me too. gut laugh. I, I needed a gut laugh that day, and by golly, that gave me... That came from out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, he's given the power to create things. Right. And so that's what he became was Pac-Man. Pac it's, it's almost like the uh, the line in Ghostbusters with, okay, you know, don't think of anything. And the, his mind went to the safe up Marshmallow Man. If, if you, Dick, if you had like a split second to become a hero or, you know, an avatar, who would you choose? Oh, I don't. Now I have to stay Puff Man in my mind. So I know, that's, right? That's probably what I would end up doing. Because, you know, Pac-Man obviously popped into 
What's his name's the mind in that? Yeah, that's that's a tough question. Who, who yeah. would pop in your head? Oh, probably I'd be Ridley from Aliens. Oh, there you go. That's probably who I'd be. There you go. What's so Aliens, the second one, where she's not as helpless in the first one, but not dumb in the third yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. Because that gives you an excuse to beat up any any gender. <laughs> so you can do whatever you right. wanted. I got as those. the hero, because I always feel I always like that in some superhero mo- or movies where they're punching like it's kind of weird. It's, it, I'm not used to a guy hitting a girl. Like for example, the best scene in the Wicker Man, is, or one of the best scenes in the Wicker Man, the remake, is Nicolas Cage running and he just randomly hits this woman in the face. I, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. The original was so awesome. Are you serious? You haven't seen the no, one with Nicolas Cage? I can't Cage? do it. I can't Man, do it. That's too bad. Oh, no. That's too bad. We got to be wrapping it up today, okay. folks. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We're having fun. Uh, don't forget, we podcast and uh, YouTube all of our shows, so make sure to subscribe on those things and follow us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. And then uh, special thanks to our sponsors who are what? Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee Conroe loves, loves Let, to drink. Okay. Loves, loves to drink. He's not reading off a script, I'm not so reading we're off challenging him. You know. uh, clean sweep office cleaning. Uh, make your office shine. Did I get that one right? You're close. Close. And Centurion Wealth Advisors, uh, taking care of your money so I don't have to. There you go. Those are great taglines. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll be to playing all sponsor, week. Uh, to our sponsors, of course. It's going to be a beautiful day here on Wednesday. It's the last day of the month. And uh, we got a good lineup today on Lone Star Community Radio. Check us out, IRLoneStar.com. And we'll be back tomorrow morning with us. So stick around for that. And uh, call in at any time, 936 647 3776. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.